Welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a, on a little deep dive. That was a ratings war between WCW and WWF. I mean, that sounds kind of inflammatory towards WCW. Are you ensuing that it's not ever going to be a ratings war again? What, that what? they can't rise from their ashes? Well, when, who, who are you to doubt Vince Russo? Well, well, hear me I out. Mean, hear me out. I've been getting sevens and sixes for on Raw, and then a low three for WWE. Those can Nitro. cool down. I think they will in like thirty years, but you know, hey, for over fifty, for years. over fifty years, no hyperbole here. For over fifty years, no cell entertainment has brought to you the Monday Night War stories. Right, Jeff still has them. I remember the we first just time. just be not reaching August of 98. I remember the first time we we pushed uh, play on that old reel-to-reel back in September <laughs> 1970 to start this here venture of ours. <laughs> For 50 years, I've been your host, Joseph. Funny enough, we broke down the weekly Georgia Championship Wrestling tape. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you, you pulled me away from my weekly watching of the Partridge family. For this. I'm more of an all-the-family guy myself, but... I mean, I'm much more of an all-in-the-family guy than a Partridge family, but hey. For over 50 years, he's been a Partridge family fan. Come on, get happy. Corey Mack. They- we had a dream. We'd go traveling together. And then there was Ma. Love, and then, we <laughs> and then there's Ma. On. Mike Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Maud! And then there's Maud. And then there was Mod. And then there was Mod. It's a great family guy bit. Yes, I it's love it. so good. I love that one. And then there's Mod. Oh, come on and say it! And then there's Maude. There it is! All right! <laughs> so before we get going, we like to tell the audience what we're watching so when you guys go off the rails for a minute. WCW Monday Nitro coming at you. No, no, what? no. What are we watching? First, are we, of all, he, hold on. First of all, he's implying that we don't give our full attention to the show. And I right. find that... Absolutely correct. When you go back and you go, when you listen, you hear Jesus Christ or what? That's correct, but I mean it's equal out to we how can't many times. Shout out our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <coughs> if you want, you can, but not tonight. I figure it evens out. It's about the same number of times we wait for the host to get off the phone to go to the next segment. It yeah, Jeff, out. you know, come on, out. buddy. So what are we watching on the? Uh, We're watching last night's Full Gear and Sting is wearing out Wardlow and uh, the old chairman there. Uh, we're that watching Full Gear 2021. Okay. Louis the Lilac is wrestling Beetlejuice. Specifically this MJF Derby match, which is fucking great. It's fire. Yes, it is. So let's go back to the year 2000. Year 2000. May 29th of the year 2000. That was a weird that was way a weird of number. 29th. 20, 20, with Lita! With Lita! <laughs> Latino Heat! Latino Heat for uh, WCW Nitro. We're in Salt Lake City, Ugh, Utah. Goddamn. What Man, a, what fuck a, Salt Lake hey, City. What a week for trash places for the wrestling oh, to take you're place. you're not in. kidding. Uh, commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, Scott Hudson. Uh, we're going to recap, start the show off with a recap of Thunder. Uh, Nash and Steiner making Russo make a triple threat match with Jarrett for the title. Uh, Russo agreeing, but then he throws uh, David Flair into a jackknife by Nash. And then when Kevin Nash defeats Jeff Jarrett for Ric Flair's title. Sure. Are we caught up? We're caught up. All right. Is there a better, hmm, better three-man booth than no. Shivani, Hudson, and Madden? 
No, I think they're they're great. It's really good. It's it's funny. This is the the worst by far. This is the worst uh, um, product, but they have to me by far the better announced team. And I like Jr. and King. And yeah, they're like still good here. Yeah, and I like Michael Cole and King. But I just I think this particular threesome is really good. I think they're re- they complement each other perfectly. Tony is still got the name value, even though he's half checked out. Hudson is sardonic. Mm-hmm. And Madden is just funny, and he's in, but he, he has good <laughs> insights as well. I'll bring it up now, but we're bringing it up on the No So podcast. One Mark Madden is going to be teaming up with Ric Flair to bring back the Ric Flair podcast, but this time it's uncensored. Uncensored. Yeah, that'll last like two weeks. Yeah. Every Ric Flair podcast lasts like two weeks, then he gets bored. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with a limo showing up, and it is one Ric Flair yelling at his wife to stay in the back in the limo. And then Reed Flair, like, yells at her, too, like, listen to him, you dumb bitch. Yeah, I was like, wow, what's with Reed Flair to be in there, like, treating I his mean, mom like garbage? She wins in the end. So, Flair. <laughs> Sorry, champ. Uh, Flair leaves. <laughs> and God then Russo, <laughs> Russo Bischoff security. Where was she tonight? That's all I'm saying. That's true. Not in Japan. And Russo uh, show up, and they kidnap the Flair family. I'm fine that seems with it. problematic. I'm yeah. fine with it. We go to the ring with one Kevin Nash. Just before he can even talk, Scott Steiner comes out. And I was like, ooh, here we go. Maybe some... Uh... So, <clears throat> I thought at some point he had music after the siren. It was just the fucking siren. You, there is music. It, there is. It goes, it's just a... Oh, because I can only hear the fucking siren. It's like a low bass thing. That's it. That's that's the WWE music. Uh, Nash thanks Steiner for the help on Thunder. Like I was saying, I thought there was going to be like... Because we're like, gonna fight. Yeah, because normally in a promo, when someone interrupts you, no, we got it's, words. It's, it's big Papa Pump and the Sexecutioner. It's the NWO Wolfpack. Yeah, it's the Wolfpack, basically. You is. don't want them. I mean, the two of them roll into a strip club, and the, the night's over. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Uh, Nash thanks Steiner. <laughs> Damn. Nash then brings up how the Millionaire's Club's doing. Uh, Luger has a destroyed face. DDP's personal. And professional life is being shown by uh, one Eric Bischoff. Hogan has a retirement match at the Grand American Bash. You got Vampiro trying to set Sting on fire. Uh, Shit's crazy. It's just segment one. <laughs> Nash wants to uh, brings up one Scott Hall and how Scott Hall would love to come back. And he can't wait to get his uh, hands around Russo. Yeah. Nash said... <laughs> <Too> Na- <soon>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nash says that they're all legends and it's hard to kill them, and especially one of them, and as he brings out one Ric Flair. Flair is amped up about the ending, uh, ending David's wrestling career at the Great American Bash. Uh, Flair is going to look for Russo tonight and drag him to the ring and choke his neck. Um, Nash says that he wants to give Ric Flair the belt back because it doesn't feel right. So he hands Flair the belt back. Yeah, Nash is... The the NWO part of me died a little bit. I'm that like, seems... what is Nash just handy? I mean, I guess that makes sense at the end of the night. He's the ultimate baby face, but so does d- question. That do sucked. they do they um should they do do they mark this as a win for Flair or is it <laughs> this goes back to like two weeks well, ago? That's I can't answer that simply because depending on where you look, there is a different total for Ric Flair World Title wins for me. From even WWE.com will change it. Remember uh, a year ago on Raw, 
He was a 16-time with everybody else. Yep. And then the next week, it said 17-time world champion mm-hmm. on the graphic, on the fucking Tron. So even within WWE, they can't make up their minds. And if you want to get down to the honest total, it's like 27 yeah, it's or 28. Yeah, so much higher than 17. Um, so who knows? I, I feel like it's not. I just feel like they essentially just didn't count Nash and Jarrett. Yeah, those, those ones didn't. Those weren't real. They're interim. kind of how I see it. Interim title rights, right? So, okay. I, 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 the interim thing confuses me in UFC, but, you know, still. Uh, you're not alone. <laughs> Wait, so there's two champs, but one's not really a champ, but kind of sort of is? Wait till I stop talking about boxing. So they have, <laughs> in one weight class, four champions. Where they have two. the franchise, the super, the interim, and the regular champion. Wait, wait, hold on. Regular? You're, yeah. What's that one? Interim at least makes sense. That means oh, something's gone on with the other one. And so it'd be like, so Flair. Okay, I see. Thanks, sir. It'd be like if Jarrett was the regular champion in okay. this time frame here. All right, all right. Uh, they would have just designated Ric Flair the franchise champion. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Nash would have been the interim. Okay. And Steiner would have been the super champion for some reason. Makes sense. Okay, so boxing more fucked up than WCW. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Checks it's out. like Vince Russo just started running boxing. That says a lot. Checks out. <laughs> however, however, once Nash gave up the uh, title, one, Jeff Jarrett decides to come out and goes, hold, hold your damn horses, people. You're damn right he does. You're damn right. I got all the stroke around here. Ha <laughs> What we got going on here? Uh, Jarrett calls uh, them uh, what he sees in the ring pathetic. Uh, Jarrett says that uh, Nash has a match against Rick Steiner, or as we call him, Braun Breaker's dad, and Stank Abbott tonight. It's uh, Rick Breaker. Uh, Rick, bi- uh, Big Papa Pump. Uh, oh, what is it? Um, oh, tells uh, Flair that uh, Terrors. Jarrett, sorry, my notes are confused right now. Um, Jeff would have done that. Oh, yeah. How, or, I'm sorry, let me handwrite my notes again. Go to yeah, the book. He did handwrite. Go to the did. book. Go to the book. Man, he had that old. Yeah, he had that. I mean, that thing was tattered and beat up by the time he ended. I forgot about the book. Mm-hmm. Jeff had the book. He had the book. He had the pencil. Uh, Steiner tells Jared to come on down and bend over and kiss his ass. That doesn't make true. sense, but I was like, what? Yeah, you yeah. bend Why over. Why would you bend over yeah. to kiss? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Jared says tonight that it'll be a Jared versus Flair. And Flair's like, I'm the champ, and I say no. He's like, as long as I'm standing in the ring with Big Papa Pump and Big Sexy, I don't got to do shit. We good. It's not wrong. Finally, Flair's figuring out how it works. He took till the year 2000, but he finally figured out how it worked. Normally, weird as a horseman, you'd think you'd figure it out by now, but he didn't. Normally, it's okay, but now it's, I'm in the ring. However, one day. was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Let's go. Russo comes out wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> that don't work for me, br- dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to compete with Hulk there. Yeah. <laughs> biggest biceps. If he ever said that'd be great. It's like I have the biggest biceps in the world, brother. Uh, what the? What the <laughs> 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 a glitch! <laughs> Video game glitch right there. In what the shit? There's a glitch in the system. Uh, Russo uh, <laughs> says that uh, Flair's gonna pay. Russo's David come out carrying, uh, dragging the wife and the dead body of Reed. I mean, just Reed. As then Flair books it up the ramp. 
Russo got him high. That's what happened. And Steiner and Nash <laughs> run up behind and attacked all the security. I gotta get. I gotta pop you guys somehow, this, right? This new horseman, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Flair, Nash, and Steiner for life. Can't wait till the fourth one comes up. My la- my last note for this thing, I was like, this was a WWF ass promo. Yep. Holy yep. shit! Do you think dude. it's possible with those three we can get Laparka to be the fourth horseman? Who do you doubt, oh, Dandy? He's always been my fourth horseman. To I be mean, honest. all, all yeah. I know is that, that that may be the most partiest horseman ever, and the horseman could party. <laughs> we cut backstage with a gas tank, uh, gas uh, showing up, and it's Vampiro driving it. Yes. You're taking or it pretty it far. Allen's gas or yeah. <laughs> some, some dude's yeah. Phillips local yeah. gas. or. Imagine the, who, had, who makes that phone call. Hey, we need to borrow a gas tanker. Is that but, cool? But not really filled with gas. Maybe just water. What the fuck? <laughs> That's weird. That'd be nice. Thanks. Go to gas tankers, R.S.? Yeah. There it is. That's where they are. Uh, Next we, to the coffins, R.S. Then we catch Russo yelling at Flair's wife, and then we see Flair running around. Looking for his family. How did he lose them? They, they, he followed them right backstage. They go left, and he went right? He saw blonde. He, he saw tits, and he was yeah. like, woo! When he started his gig, he walked by Tori's dressing room. There that is. would do it for me. And then he realized, oh, what, what was I doing? Oh, where's my family? My <laughs> oh, family. Tori, I need to start a new family. Quick. <laughs> so we get your flair play Braveheart. Total different outcome. <laughs> so we get a promo now by <laughs> the filthy animals. They really need to work on that entrance. It takes forever. And, <laughs> and half it, the time, one part of the white sheet doesn't fall down, so they got to walk over it awkwardly. Oh, uh, my God. Well, this time, though. They let Disco do first. The, first of all, I don't like how you phrase that. We got to hear Disco speak. We had he's, to. He's better than Conan. He, uh, well, what does he say? Wearing that you don't worry about Pippin that. Blazers jersey. Uh, Scotty B. Pippin. Scotty B. Pippin. Because Pippin ain't easy. I guess, I, I, according to him, you he's, get a migraine. I know Booble agrees with him, but I guess according to Scotty Pippin, he is, if not, you know, he's as on the same level. Oh, one no, that's fucking stupid as shit. He's hunkity dory. No, there's like LeBron, and then Jordan's quite a few ways down, and Scottie Pippen's worse than like Nikola Vujicic. Fuck Scottie Pippen. So Disco gets punk bitch. Disco talks, but he ruins like every all the sayings. How they're that like, was great. And Conan's like, you cracker. No, <laughs> it's fucking really good. <laughs> so far, you come out here and you're going to get your Turkish beaten. And it's like, what? I like Disco as the weird fourth peg in the Filthy Animals. And like, he was like, the same like it was all when he was like with the Mamelukes. I don't know how long of so a great. shelf life it has, but so far I'm enjoying it. I mean, how long of a shelf did Disco Inferno have had? Like at some point, like he's, he's just on house money now at this point. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Conan has his arm in a bandage. Yeah, what the fuck happened to that? Uh, you know, Conan... Who knows? Conan's probably Conan. Nothing, probably. He <laughs> found a sling in the back yeah. and just put he, it on. He finds new ways not to work. Conan's Conaning <laughs> it. Uh, Disco wants a lumberjack match against any uh, person from the Misfits in action. They come out, but on the peacock, on the cock, yeah. they come out to some really bad, generic, kind of like 80s game show theme music. I'll see you. I watched in glorious Law Vision. And I got misfits in action. No, this was like really bad. This was like bad Family Feud knockoff game show music. That's terrible. terrible. 
terrible. Da, da, da. Also, at least it fits the character. It's like they mixed Rocky with Family Feud. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. Well, uh, Lieutenant Loco decides to do a crossbody over, <laughs> over the uh, over the ropes into the ring to decide that he's in the match. Well, you know, I'm going to bigot. Why all the other lumberjacks would be filthy animals. Do you want to see Major Stash do that running leap? Yeah, I'm sure he really had to fight off Van Hammer and, and DeMott to do the work. And uh, <laughs> other filthy animals and uh, misfits are the uh, lumberjacks. Uh, Loco does a crossbody to the outside with everybody standing in the, in the circle to get... But Conan... It's a circle jizzard. Conan makes sure not to get touched and then falls down anyway. Yep. Yes, he does. Yeah, that guy. <sighs> uh, Nothing's changed. Animals and MI battle up the ramp. Ray's going to do the Bronco Buster, but Major Guns comes in and rips her shirt off and then low blows him. Disco is then... <laughs> Seems unnecessary for that first step, but okay. Disco is then thrown back into the ring and Loco hits a uh, Tornado DDT for the win. Then all of a sudden, Tigress runs out, who is Ray Mysterio's girlfriend... Who attacks Major Guns? That's balls. Those are tits. No, I mean, that's balls to put that on TV as a relationship when they really were a relationship and he's married. I mean, they just... Well, you know. He didn't care. That's balls. You know what? Let's just put my put my mistress on TV as my mistress. Fuck it. I mean... Well, here's my answer to that, guys. WCW. That's my piece. That's my piece. Yeah. We go backstage. No, honey, I swear she's just my piece on TV. Yeah, she's just my piece. Uh, we go backstage with the Street Pamela, Street Pamela with Vampiro. Pamela Paul Shock. Vampiro says only sinners are going to burn hell, and someone's going to be set on fire tonight. Then all of a sudden, Chronic interrupts this interview by beating up horse. Or- sure. Yeah. Why not? I swear what happens, I, I, I'm only guessing, but it's probably right, is Russo booked more segments than there was time for, so they just started shoving yeah. them together. See, why don't you just have Chronic beat up horse in the background of, of Vampiro's promo? It's like a community episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? That way we get everything in anyway. Uh, then Palumbo and Stasiak show up to attack Hor- uh, Chronic, to, then they take Horace away. Then we see Miss Hancock headed to the ring. Oh, oh, oh. Um, then we get a promo for the Great American Bash oh, of oh, oh. Hulk Hogan versus Billy Kidman. The kid. Billy if I beat you, I'm going to give myself a title match in July, brother. And if you beat me, you won't. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Because yeah. creative don't work for me that way, dude. Dude. Uh, then we get a promo by Miss Hancock. Uh, oh, God. That was painful. Jesus. <laughs> she knows how to have a good time, and she likes to dance, but... Chris Candido comes out without his uh, forklift or his cloud or his was, fridge. Or I was, was going to say, hey, if if Tigress is Ray's side piece, is Tammy Chris's four piece? Ten piece. Ten piece. With the shakes. Yeah. With the shake. And barbecue sauce on double the Double X. Double X shake. <laughs> Extra thick. Do uh, thick. Do thick. Candido comes out without one fattest of Tammy's as she uh, gone. Say it ain't I so. can't say for sure, but they're both on very limited time. Well, she's not on Thursday either. Yeah. So. Um, um, they're both gone soon. But then we cut to David telling Russo that he has to go and runs out as Russo's yelling at Reed. Uh, Candido blames her. For we got a hostage situation here, bro. Where are you going? We got. 
<laughs> Can, uh, Candido's blaming. Uh, I'm also watch Inside Man. It's a great movie. Never seen it. Oh. Uh, we see Candido blaming uh, Hancock for costing him the Cruiserweight Championship last week. Candido grabs her, then all of a sudden David runs in to attack him. Uh, R&B security comes out and separate them. Commentary doesn't know what the hell's going on. This they're, is why they're not alone. This is why Russo's a shitty booker. He just uh, he just booked two mistresses in back to back segments. Yep. Bad enough it was the same show. Back to back segments. Isn't David banging Daph? Like I just want yes, to but he's happening. cheating on her with with Keebler. Or, uh, hand, I thought Crowbear was banging Daphne. No, he just has a crush on her. Oh my! He's pure, so he's not actually Christ. making the move. And he does not know that David is tapping uh, Hancock, and so yeah, that's where we stand. Well, then we go backstage with one Kimberly Page showing up. So. With uh, paparazzi and stuff. <laughs> Jesus. He, he really has a thing with women. I mean, treat. They're nothing here but like sex slaves. Literal slaves in some cases. Uh, what's her name? Major Guns exists purely to show off her tits. These two are just slutting around wherever they. She probably be. hasn't brought in BB yet. Give it time. I <laughs> bet. Oh, oh, oh. Surprised Pamela Paulshock doesn't perform fellatio during the promo. But in the meantime, we just we're just wasting Nora Greenwood or Patty Stonegrinder and Patty Stonegrinder. We're gonna recap the With guys. With a name like that, I'm surprised Russo didn't use her. Her name would have been like Patty Bone Grinder. Yeah, so yeah, Bone. It's like sex. Guys, we're gonna recap our Friday of Kimberly cleaning the basement, throwing away all of DDP stuff. Holy Good fuck. God. Did we? Because I uh, fast forward to this. Well, I, went, someone... I went all corn. I went all corn in on this. I was like, "Fuck this! <laughs> yeah, fuck this! Tell me what happened." So like, <laughs> fuck this shit. God, I'll play Brian last year. I don't know. I was stoned. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so like, for someone who was so hot, and still is hot at the time, you know, two thousand. It's not X Pac heat with me. It's Kimberly heat. Yeah. Get her off my screen. I don't ever want to see her again. Ah. At least X-Pac would have a good match. And he performs a role of some sort. What Here. the fuck does Kimberly bring to any situation? Oh, oh She oh, couldn't oh, no. dance no. on the fucking How Nitro Girls. I had Take, she was right taking Spice's time, first of all, so she has heat with me. Because, you know. Like, it's... Fuck Kimberly. Not literally, though, because I don't want AIDS. So like, go on. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you could be Eskimo Brothers with A Train, the whole roster. Of <laughs> Just anybody who ever worked at WCW. By the way, speaking that made me think of Ice Train because of the story about Ice Train yeah. railing her in the back while DDP was working in the ring. Uh, Ice. First of all, who was it? Is it Lash Larue? Lash Larue has a podcast now. What? I'm never ever going to listen to it. <laughs> what? But he had Ice Train on it. And it did come up with one interesting little tidbit of information. Somehow, Ice Train had it put in his fucking contract that he got a bonus every time he got a title match. <laughs> yes. For any belt. So they had him take on the Giant on Nitro in the summer of 96 for the title. Yep. And then he waited for his paycheck, and it was normal, so that he brought it to their attention. And they were gobsmacked that that was actually in his contract. So they gave him the bonus, never got another title match. There it is. Because like, he, he brought it up. Yeah, because he brought it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what did that buddy? 
<laughs> right? But I was like, only WCW. Somehow a contract like that for a fucking low mid Carter gets bonuses for title Not even matches. fire. Jesus Christ. Christ. Speaking of that, we go backstage with the GI Plus Bro. Got to fuck him, really. Yeah. Or GI Bro promo. He's now wearing all fake. He's wearing camo face paint now. <laughs> this is fucking brutal, dude. I'm I'm sorry. GI Bro. You know how we said that like they should be using they should be using, doing more with Booker T. This is not what we meant. We did not mean this. Yeah. It's like uh, Russo must have watched uh, Major Pain. <laughs> Thanks. I haven't thought about that fucking movie forever. <laughs> Thank you for your Holy service, Major Pan. Shit, dude. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> wow. um, Who did it worse, him or Punk? <laughs> yes. It's terrible. The answer is yes. Jesus. Um, he says that he came into the uh, wrestling world like this, and this is who he is. He brings up Stasiak and how they're not done. <sighs> he brings up Mike Awesome and shows that... Uh, they show the footage of him getting powerbomb and almost destroying his head on the turnbuckle, which I ah, called yeah. out on the midweek war stories a couple ah, yes. months yep, ago. Yep, yep. And uh, tells Austin to come out. Uh, awesome comes out driving an ambulance. Yeah, you said Austin. I said awesome. You said Austin. You said Austin. <laughs> we'll go back to that. It's awesome. Calling it now. <laughs> You're You'll be wrong. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Brother. Yeah. Um, awesome comes out. And I guess we're having an ambulance match. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> Every week we are. Yeah. Why not? Between GI Bro and uh, Mike Awesome, Awesome hits a normal power bomb here. Uh, they go up to the top rope, but uh, Booker hits him with a drop kick. They fight up the ramp. Awesome hits Booker with the halo, the neck brace. This shit hurts, dude. Yeah, these are fucking heavy. That thing is legit. It's like uh, in the knee brace too. That fucking thing hurts. Right. Uh, DDP comes out and hits Awesome with a chair. DDP and Bro double choke slam Awesome off the ramp through a table. And then they pick him up and throw him in the ambulance, and G.I. Bro wins the match. I got no time at all for G.I. Bro. That is so stupid. I, in a company that has General Hugh G. Rection, I got no time for G.I. Bro. <laughs> what about Hugh Lieutenant? Rection's really funny. What about Lieutenant Loco? That's stupid, but no. It's not Major a... stash. Huge erection. It's so good. <laughs> no, I got no time for any of that. Okay. Not even an erection. Got Does it. Mike Awesome lose more ambulance matches than Taker loses coffin matches? Yes. Yes. Well, especially it doesn't help that he has at least two a week. Yeah. Fuck, man. If, if they're running house shows, he's getting one every... He has to oh, do there's it. no fucking chance oh, they're running they're house not. shows. Oh, but my I'm, God. But I'm saying... They were actually. Were not, they? not very often, oh, though. Jesus. But when they That's do... Jeff Jarrett made Baltimore. all his money. But when yeah. they do... Ambulance match. <laughs> we go backstage oh. with... Remember, uh, hold on. Okay. I remember Jeff Jarrett telling a story about summer of 2000 where uh, they were they were doing a couple of house shows and Goldberg, Nash, Steiner, uh, and like three other people all no-showed. <laughs> and Jarrett was going to be in the That man. feels like coordinated. And it was like Jarrett and Nash in the main event for the title... And they ended up, he ended up having to defend the title in the main event against like Taff Cappy or something. There was like nobody. Awesome. Awesome. God. So Prince Ikea won, right? No. Oh, damn. Another title change that happened that nobody. But it was just like. Corey would riot in 2021 if Taff Cappy won the world title. Yes, I would, because that's big gold. Oh, my God. What the fuck? New, New blood, bro. 
Um, we see Palumbo and Stasiak watching all this. Then someone knocks on the door and slides them a letter. And it's like, you have a match with Chronic. And then the door opens and it's Chronic. No, it says, 419, got a minute. Oh, I didn't. Is, is what it said. I didn't hear them say yeah. it. He's like, you just got a letter. He's like, you just 419, got a, got a minute. Got a and then he turns to like, stays there like, what does that mean? Like, like, come on, man. Even if you're not, you know what it means. <sighs> and then they open the door and whoop ass. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Then Liz hits Palumbo with the Lex Flexor. Uh, we see backstage with Bischoff and his gang walking the hallway, making fun of Donnie Osborne, born, since he's there. Donnie Osborne! Uh, yeah, he's there, so... He took time off from fucking his sister, Marie. Does he ever take time off from that? Well, obviously he was here. He'll make a man out of you. It's the greatest Disney song of all time. <laughs> you know, I was... Let's get down to business. <laughs> I was, like, to thinking... I know it's good to try to pinpoint the celebrities, but... If the celebrities you can pull on in your town are Donny Osmond and Carl Malone, shut that shit down. Especially... <laughs> especially the, the, I'll bring it up later on, but I'll bring it up now, because it's a point. What? Later on, it, they're like, the crowd's standing. Even Donny Osmond is. It's Even like, Donny Osmond. It's like, why do we care for Donny Osmond? We don't. Got it. We don't at all. Because uh, we were born after the 70s. We see Hogan showing up, and then all of a sudden we see the monster truck of Goldberg's, and then a mini car shows up, and then we pan in, and, oh, good God, it's Goldberg. He finally, He's finally here. Why wouldn't he be driving his own truck? So you're telling me oh, that he... Fucking Christ. So you're telling me that he... To, to show off the car. Because he's a car dude. So, but you're telling me that he hasn't—he hasn't been driving the car the entire time. No, no, they've been randomly selecting people to drive that son of a bitch. I hated this. I was like, really? You brought Goldberg back unannounced in Salt Lake City? I know it's the place where he got his first win. I get that. Nobody else cares, but only like only the database cares. I don't even care. (laughs) Like, <laughs> well, they made sure to keep saying that. Like, this is the place like, you got his first one. So, in fact, if if I were a wrestler, and they were like, yeah, you know, you're almost clear, or you're clear. Let's get you back into the groove. I think we're starting to insult like City. I'm like, no, I'm just to hurt. I think the next. Oh, weird, week. I fell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, because where they're at next week, it just made more sense to show it there. Creative doesn't work for me, bro. How about you just announce this week that he's returning next week? Oh, fuck, man. Get word out, and then maybe you get a couple more thousand people to watch the show that's hemorrhaging viewers. Salt Lake City. I said just without any fucking warning, hey, Goldberg's here. Bro. Uh, Rick, we see truck. Rick Flair still looking for his family. And man, then we see... It's a huge fucking arena, apparently. <laughs> apparently. And then we see David Walk and Miss Hancock. Then we go to the ring with a promo with Eric Bischoff, the Cat, Kidman, Tori, Horse, and Kimberly. Worst group ever. I will say it's funny that Bischoff talks and then the cat repeats it like the final two words. He's like, shut up, cat. The cat is the only good part of this. Yes. The cat's awesome. More on that later in the week. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah, we are. Um, Bischoff says that uh, Hogan won't come here wearing the red and yellow. Uh, Bischoff, well, that means we're seeing the red and yellow tonight. Yep. Bischoff announces that uh, there will be a special guest referee against Kidman and Horace, uh, Kidman and Hogan at uh, uh, Great American Bash, and it'll be one Horace Hogan. That's cool. Uh, Bischoff, uh, then Hogan comes out. 
Hogan says the red and yellow will never die, and Bischoff's a piece of shit. Man, I hate black people. That too. Hogan, That's why he loves Salt Lake City. <laughs> Hogan says, come J- July, he will be champion. And he says, you know, I've had enough. And then we cut back to Goldberg entering the arena. <laughs> then we find out during the break, Hogan decided to beat up everybody in the ring. Cool. Creative work for me, brother. Let me do the beat Man, down. Goldberg is the slowest walker in the history of Earth. Remember, it took him like four years to get back from the fucking police station across the street. Yeah. He just now got to the goddamn building. He I parked have, next to the door. I think it's because... What the fuck was he doing? Like when Hogan beats you there back 30 <laughs> like, minutes. Jesus Christ, dude. Get out of your fucking car and go in the arena. <laughs> he was looking for his, um, his, his security. Holy fuck, man. I don't know where to get anywhere without security, so where the fuck are they? Huh? That's right. It's actually for protection. He just lost. <laughs> yeah. He just has no sense of direction. No, it's secu- the CTE from Randman's head into the door. Sec- security can't help, Ho- can't help Goldberg because they're trying to help Flair find his way. Yeah, they're looking for a fucking They're looking for hostages. Flair. <laughs> yeah. We have a hostage situation. Uh, that's on the back burner. You're on your own, Bill. <laughs> what? Do, how do I get to the ring? He's just headbutting door till they open. <laughs> I don't get in. <laughs> fucking Bill Goldberg. Let's go to our third match of the night. As <laughs> fucking god, as it's Kevin Nash versus Rick Steiner and Stank hey. Abbott. Oh, Rick Breaker. Uh, Rick Breaker and Stank attack on Nash on the ramp. They uh, hit him with a uh, giant ass pipe wrench <laughs> and drag him to the ring. This is the crap. So Goldberg's back. <laughs> Are you building the Golden Gate Bridge? What the fuck is that wrench for? (laughs) Goldberg's back, so the crowd's just continuously now chanting for Goldberg. They took it from security in Salt Lake City in case they see any of them dark-colored be a folk. (laughs) The J-Bro's already here. (laughs) They're safe. Uh, They double-team Nash. Goldberg's music hit. Crowd pops. Uh, gotta (laughs) in my notes. Gotta make sure that they point out Donny Osmond on his feet. Even Donnie Osmond Donnie's on his feet Loves Goldberg Goldberg comes out Spears uh, Rick Breaker Hits the jackknife on him Jackhammer And then uh, Tank leaves And walks away Goldberg helps Nash up They hug Because brother's got a hug Gross Is is Goldberg the fourth man? Is he the R? No Gross dude I, I hated that worse than him Handing it to Flair Motherfucker, he ended your streak. Why the fuck are you holding him? They gotta make sure they mention that. This man ended his streak, but look, they're side by side. They have a common goal against the new blood. Goldberg gets to talk, so that's cool. Goldberg, if at any point, like, this should be the point where he should have been Austin. Like, I don't fuck it. I'm not helping anybody. Fuck all of you. I'm here for myself. Fuck everybody else. Uh, Goldberg, awesome. Goldberg's Fuck. tired of Tank running his filthy mouth. So he says, tonight the slaughter begins. So, Tank, I challenge you to a match next, next week. week. But yeah. it, In Atlanta, where but, I'll actually work. Because it doesn't start t- this week, then. But the slaughter starts tonight, guys. It's slow slaughter. I hate all of this. It's, I hate Goldberg terrible. being there. It's terrible. I hate him coming out. I hate him helping Nash. I hate him challenging Tank and working on free TV. How is this not on pay-per-view if they're going to do that? Yep. It's been building for like four months. Guys, don't you remember a one Hogan-Goldberg match for the WWE title on TV? That was a different world. (laughs) It really was. It started their dying fucking spiral. It really did. Because they had nothing else to do. And then, don't worry, guys, uh, Goldberg leaves the arena. uh, His work is done. 
Pamela tries to talk and he tries to peel out and stalls and peels out again. It was really fun to watch him cram his massive amount of meat into that little car. Yeah. That that's one thing in common life I don't understand. So he told me like so Goldberg, who's a big guy, right? But you know he's six three, six four, something like, like that, 280, right? Two eighty, two ninety. A nice sports car. Bulk, yeah. Sid gets a little fucking four door yeah. Toyota. Like what the fuck is this? You gotta get Sid a better fucking car. Sid's of the people. Goldberg gets a goddamn sports car. Sid really is the master and ruler of the world. He's I mean, the common man. Fuck man. Is he, yeah. Well, he was back a couple weeks ago. Is Sid the new American dream? <laughs> If you will. He's always been the American dream to me. Oh, my goddamn. He's the true American Sid dream. Dust. Sid wearing polka dots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you will. Um, he would whisper, if you will. <laughs> uh, that's frightening, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. That's the fucking thing. That's the of nightmares. <laughs> whispering. If you will. That's awesome. We're going to recap a thunder of uh, Terry Funk winning the hardcore title back in a gorilla suit. That's all I wanted to say there. Um, Terry Funk <laughs> gets to the ring, says he doesn't know who he's facing, uh, but he decides to head to the back and put his foot up Bischoff's butt. He said butt. Then Booty. Vampiro sh- uh, comes out. They meet on the ramp, and Funk instantly low blows him and then hits a pile driver on the ramp. Yes, he does. Uh, Vampiro then hits the nail, nail in the coffin on Funk on the ramp. Vampiro attacks the ref. And does the uh, nail in the coffin on the ref. Vampiro yells, I hit my pyro. The pyro goes off and it looks like Vampiro's going to try to put Funk's face in. Hit my fucking pyro. There it is. It's always something with him. It's always something. (laughs) They fight backstage. Funk uh, is put through multiple tables. They fight near the production truck. They fight on the steps. Funk throws Vampiro off the steps through a table that was just put there. Uh, Vampiro, they fight near the gasoline uh, tanker. Vampiro sprays Funk with all the gasoline, but then Sting comes out to make the save. More time. Vampiro grabs a blowtorch, but then somehow the security finally shows up too and separates them. They were just going to let him kill an old man until flames became involved. <laughs> That's too far. I love so, Joe, if you had a problem with that PG insult that Funk said by saying butt, uh, just yeah. wait a little bit later. Here's a worse one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Hopefully I have that. So if the word butt annoys you, more on that later. Butts to TVMA for Joe. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Flair is still looking for the family backstage. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a darn. <laughs> uh, Reed's yelling at Russo, and then David throws him down. Then Shane Douglas shows up. Oh, God. And says... See, yeah. Flair really sucks. Shane had no problem finding him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Russo tells him that he has a match tonight against Scott. How hard Scott. is Rick really looking? He's not. <laughs> He's trying to find the ladies' locker room all He's over again. He's back with uh, Steiner's freaks. I know it. Is Spice around? He's looking for her. <laughs> hey, how dare you? How dare I? You you keep her away from that fucking weirdo. I'll let you know if I, that comes across. But uh, Space Mountain. Russo makes a match with Douglas. Douglas is like, "What the hell?" He's like, "No, this is a reward, but you get to face. Uh, it's for the U.S. title, but it'll be in the asylum." <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. I like how Douglas has fallen out of favor with the new blood. Right? I mean, uh, I really like it. Get a promo now for the Great American Bash. It's going to be Scott Steiner versus Tank Abbott in the Asylum match. Oh, that's why, because he's already booked against Steiner. And in my notes, I have, don't know how I feel about Abbott bitching out to Goldberg 10 minutes ago. Now they're promoting an Asylum match here. That's a good point. Never thought of that. God damn, even 
Joe gets a good one every once in a while. Maybe he'll pull a knife on uh, Steiner. <laughs> I would. I would. I wouldn't advise it, but that's solid tongs. Can we fucking pull a knife? Is on that a dude? knife? No, it's solid tongs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, then we go back to last Friday of DDP showing up to his house, asking if he, think, he thinks this is a rib, but finds out that it's not a rib. As DDP is locked out of his house, the locks were changed. All his crap's on the floor. Even his like rookie of the year or some trophy or. It's never good to put your relationship on TV. Nope. Right, Ray Mysterio. Um, <laughs> Uh, That's why he he puts multiple ones on there. It is. <laughs> Which one's the real one? <laughs> Kimberly opens the door and DDP tells her to get the hell out of his house. Yeah, back five for Randy Orton's first wife. DDP enters, but then the cops show up out of nowhere. Then we play good cop, bad cop. I, my kids love you, and uh, I, I just want to tell you, just get, get out of here. Just get your lawyer, and yeah. uh, here you go. You know, guys, like I'm not so nice. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't pull the gun. So then they shut the door. Black. They shut the door, and he's, the guy's like, "My kids love you." Yeah, my kids love you. Big fan. Get the fuck out of here. DPY. Do the yoga. Bang. Uh, awesome. We see Mike Awesome backstage asking Kimberly to help about what he should do against DDP. <sighs> Palumbo shows up asking Kimberly to help find Liz. She's like, "I don't care." But then they're like, "Hey, it's more camera time for you," and she's like, "I'm in." Then we get a Thunder recap of a list uh, taking Kimberly down to the ring for DDP to spank her. Then we get a promo with Kimberly, Mike Awesome, and Chuck Palumbo. Um, she calls out Liz. Liz comes out. Kimberly tells Awesome and Palumbo to grab her. Uh, Liz gra- uh, Kimberly grabs Liz by the hair and says she's going to make her pay. However, DDP comes out and beats up Palumbo and Awesome. But then Bischoff comes out and tells uh, DDP that he's violated the restraining order. And DDP is getting arrested. However, DDP, uh, Chuck Palumbo attacks DDP while he's being uh, handcuffed. But then Lex Luger comes out with a face mask on and attacks Palumbo. Here, I, here in my notes, I'll say this. In my notes, I have, where's Carmelo? Malone? Not knowing, within two seconds of that, I ask, Awesome attacks DDP, but then Carl Malone comes in, takes his shirt off, and diamond cuts Mike Awesome. See, uh, Carl Malone had to save Luger, apparently, because, you know. So, yeah, Joe did not write it down, because in the middle of uh, Kimberly and Liz talking to each other, uh, Kimberly called her a little squirt. <laughs> you little squirt. It's like, what are we doing? Dear Penthouse. I have really, Jackpot. I have really good news. I just don't know if I want to share it with you. Do it, Corey. Basically, everybody that is in this this little segment here that you hate with a passion, yep. they're all gone within weeks. Really? Like, fucking Christ. The killing fields, man. I think Awesome's the only one that remains. This... Sucks, dude. Even even the cops, huh? Got it. No Liz, no Kimberly, no Luger, no Paige, no Bischoff, no anything. Oh, my God. Uh, we see Steiner and his freaks head to the you ring. squirt. I'm going to have to squirt a Great American Bash Whoa. promo here with Sting versus Vampiro, a Whoa. human torch match. 
And then uh, Ric Flair wants to do his squirt against uh, Pamela, but Flair says, you know what? We'll have to wait. It has to wait because I'm going to give Jared a title match tonight. And I'm going to find... Oh, by the way, I'm going to find my family. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm going to find my family in Russo. Uh, we get an asylum match here. But then the, we'll come back and I'll fuck you. Yes. Asylum match here for the U.S. title of, of uh, Scott Steiner defending his title against Shane Douglas. Steiner wins with the Steiner recliner. Thank God. This thing sucked. Shane just... He's got nothing in 2000. He's got nothing. Nope. And Steiner doesn't have a lot. Nah, he's... There's not much he can He's do already either. been injured at this point. It's yeah. not just the back, mm-hmm. but I think the drop foot has already started. The what? Drop foot syndrome. What's that? Oh, man, I, it's, I, I've read about it every time, I and I forget. Mm. Let me look it up okay. to get the proper medical yeah. like thing. Cause I, don't I believe it's uh, his entire foot. Like, has no, there's no nerve in it, and he can't feel anything. Oh, uh, okay. So he can't, like... It's basically a club foot. Hmm. That is something I did not know about. But we go backstage with with uh, Sting walking around backstage. But then we see... <laughs> he finds Ric Flair's wife. And he flares Ric Flair. <laughs> and then he just lets them be. No. Then we see Hogan watching Sting walking around. You know. Mm, get in there, Sting. What we're going to do here is we're going to get into another Great American Bash promo. Okay, here we go. Do you want to finish that? Or Rick Flair versus David Flair. Um, it's uh, an irritation or damage to the deep fibular nerve, including the sciatic nerve or paralysis of the muscles in the interior portion of the lower leg. It is usually a symptom. Um, it's characterized by inability or impaired ability to raise the toes or raise the foot from the ankle. That's fun. It may be temporary or permanent, depending on the extent of the weakness. And around this time is when he suffered from it. Um, it it's, it's, it's basically, it's the main reason his WWE run was such a failure. It, it was, he could barely lift the, the foot. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised how much they're promoting the Great American Bash here. They're, I mean, you cannot accuse them. Of not letting you know this fucking thing is happening. It's the only hope they have of making money. It's the only hope. So we haven't really talked about it, because we don't usually. What do you guys think so far of the Great American? But the card itself, is it anything that intrigues you to put money down? No. No. Not even a little bit. No. I didn't think As a rise man, rise woman once said, not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Um, let's go to our next match. Is it's Kidman with Tori versus Sting? Uh, Sting dominates the first half of the match. Kidman low blows Sting and misses a crossbody. Sting puts Kidman in the Scorpion Deathlock. Tori distracts the ref. Vampiro comes out with the blowtorch and hits Sting with it. He has a gas can and the torch. Kidman and Vampiro double team Sting until Hogan makes the save. Uh, Bischoff. Uh, Bischoff hits Hogan with a chair but has no effect on Hogan like normal brother uh, brother uh, Hogan grabs the chair and is going to hit Bischoff with it but the cat in plain sight waiting to hit the sidekick waiting 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 hits the sidekick into the chair into Hogan's face <laughs> he clearly said sidekick but in my head 
It was side piece, and I thought the cat was going to kick Tigress. He hit, he hit, he hit Mysterio's side piece. <laughs> Horace then comes in and helps beat up Sting and Hogan. They get a trash can and put gas in it and set it on fire. They rip Hogan's shirt off and then they throw Hogan's shirt in the trash can to symbolize the death of Hulk Hogan. They did all of this tonight just yeah. for that spot. Yes, yep. that he hadn't worn the red and yellow since goddamn March. Yep, they had to in. We're coming in on May here, or yep. June. Yep. And they did all of that work today yep. in one show yes, just brother. to burn the red and yellow. They yes, drove right, a brother. gas truck to the arena to burn a shirt. Not, but not to mention, you like the fact that Hogan has effectively stopped working his own angle and Sting has been doing it for him against Kidman while still doing his own against Vampiro. That's right, brother. Man, when Sting's out working you, dog. Then, then. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> it's 2000, I love dude. Sting, but fuck, man. He doesn't try. By 2000, Sting had... He packed it in. <laughs> I mean, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, those, those houses aren't going to sell themselves. That's true. He's got that, a full-time that's job. That's true. He has three jobs he has to do. That's His own Hogan's police commissioner. And in real estate, Steve. <laughs> he's the police commissioner, too. That's yeah, right. Four. I forget about that. God damn. Never will. Uh, Vampiro does try and drag Sting <laughs> to the fire, put him on fire, but Chronic comes out and makes the save. When did he add his fifth job of helping wayward teens? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> it's pro bono work. <laughs> we get another promo of David Flair and Ric Flair for the Great American Bash. This goes up to our main event. Can I ask you a question? Yes. We've seen a lot of Nine these promos the last yeah. couple weeks. Which match are they selling as the main event? David Flair and Ric Flair? It's, it's David and Rick. David, David and Rick have gotten two promos. Jeff sure. Ross has yeah. one. For sure. I thought so. I was like, man, they're really selling that one. And then I would say Sting and Vamp behind that. Yep. Yeah. It's not the world title. And who the fuck knows what Jarrett's doing or whoever the champ is. Well, let's find out. As it's going to be Jeff Jarrett versus Ric Flair for the title. David Flair's the special guest referee. Ric Flair comes out wearing his normal gear. So I guess he's going to take it serious. Yeah. Security and Russo bring out the Flair family. Flair gets busted open in the match. You don't say. Oh, yeah. Flair hits Dave with the Statue of Liberty figurine. Russo attacks Flair with the bat. Jarrett puts Flair in the figure four. Charles Robinson comes in. He's the ref. Russo gets on the apron. Flair punches him while uh, still uh, in the figure four. Uh, Flair's going to go for his figure four, but Jarrett kicks him into Robinson. The security try and get involved, but Flair punches them all away. Russo then puts on the ref shirt. Flair's going to put Russo on the figure four. But David gives Jarrett the guitar, and Jarrett hits Flair with the guitar. Jarrett makes the cover, and Russo makes the pin. Your new heavyweight title, uh, heavyweight champion, Rick, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Crowd doesn't like this, and they start throwing, pelting them with shit. I would do. It sucks. Yeah. The good old NWO days of this, let's throw crap inside, right? I mean, you're giving them what they don't want. But at this point, I don't think there's anything there so you could give the fans that they actually want. It was Steve Austin. What? Yeah. What? What? So, we almost Although went. at this point, I, if Steve Austin walked to that show, I don't think it would have mattered. No. I think it's the point of no return. It's yeah. too far gone. Yeah. Well, we just went almost a full hour. On WCW, because why? 
It's been true, so. Because I, no, it's, yeah, because what I said at the beginning, they're, they're starting to, to cram multiple segments into one. Mm-hmm. So let's go to uh, Monday Night Raw. We're in Vancouver. All right, so one good place. I've heard good things about Vancouver, British Columbia. Beautiful. Sure. Electronic Arts is headquarters. Yeah. I've heard it's. it looks beautiful in all the pictures I've seen. Uh, I've heard it's beyond pricey to live there. It is Canada, and also, fuck Canada. I mean, I don't have anything against Canada. No. We at No Cell fucking hate Canada. I mean... Uh, My yeah. views are shared by everybody who's here. <laughs> fuck Canada. Well, at least we got that out of the way. That's what we're talking about, right? Hello? Hello? Line? No. We don't. Let's go. Uh, our commentary team is JR and Jerry the King. Lawler. I was just going to let it lay in. Dead air is good air, right? Yeah, that's right, brother. Uh, we're going to recap of last week. Rock taking out the McMahon Helmsley regime throughout the night. Undertaker taking on Shane on SmackDown. This first return match was Shane McMahon. If I never hear the words McMahon Helmsley regime again. Don't worry about that. Uh, we start the show off with a promo. Bye. No, you don't say. I, 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 I'm going to say it. We do. By, to say. by the uh, American badass, The Undertaker. Is it? Well, now it was I, a big blurry thing in the middle of the screen, so I don't think it was that. Now, I get wonderful. Um, well, I, 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 I'm, I'd I'm say lying. wonderful now. I'm lying. But I do get the authentic American badass music. I'm super jealous, by you the know, way. You know, we got a big-ass blurry picture of the album cover. <laughs> you oh, I got that, too. Because yeah. of our fucking screen. Dead man walking. We don't want to, you know, we, we don't want to have to pay them to put that picture on there. So what's on that, uh, what's on that stage, gentlemen? The taker rolls by. Oh, yeah, musical stuff. A musical set. Yeah. Did you guys? No, no, no. No. Oh, oh, they, so they talked about it. We so talked I, a fuck ton. I would like everybody to know that. I did the yeoman's work. I did the work of three in this instance. You watched Heat? I watched... Oh. No, the version I have has it added in. Oh. Unfortunately. But I, I must admit, I pulled the Jim Cord head. <laughs> I was not going to watch a Kid Rock set. So you didn't? So Kid Rock is going to perform tonight. Good God. So. Cowboy, baby. baby. But... Undertaker. That song exists just to be sampled for Jeff Jarrett's awesome WWE music. Wow, wow, wow. King mentions that he's no longer the Phenom. He's American badass. But can you both? But before Undertaker can talk, the McMahon Helmsley regime come on out. Triple All H- 17 fucking people come onto the stage. Like, she is like NWO fucking 3.0. Jesus Christ. But like the worst NWO. It's like corporate NWO. Oh my God. Triple H welcomes back Taker. Says, uh, since he's been, uh, 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 since he's been gone, he's been, uh, he's Did been running the place. Uh, and, uh, thanks to him, he was able to beat The Rock. So he thanks, tr- uh, The Undertaker. Undertaker, t- Undertaker tells Triple H that, that uh, he's Since going. Since you've been gone. <laughs> Shout out Kelly Carson. Uh, Undertaker tells Triple H that the belt's his, and uh, he's coming after it. Triple H, Triple H is going to get into the ring, but uh, The Rock comes out. 
Vince thinks that The Rock and uh, Undertaker friendship is the buddy system. Um, Vince says tonight in this very ring, in that very ring, he won't be seeing Triple H defend that title tonight because he's too good for you. So The Rock, so Vince then makes a match between The Rock and The Undertaker. All right. Can't say I'm overly thrilled. But let's go to our first match of the night for the WWF. It's the Godfather with his hose and Dean Malenko and the cat. Hey, hey. Oh. No, it's not. Oh, it's um, it's Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty. How dare you. Cat's on the other show. Yeah, there's only one cat in the world of wrestling in 2000. Yeah. Miss Kitty, Miss I apologize. Ernest goddamn Miller. <laughs> Versus <laughs> D- D- DeLorean Brown, on and off again, partner. Perry Saturn to, to Dean Malenko and Terry. I'm happy Terry's out here, but I mean... That horny little she-devil? Yeah, horny little she-devil. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saturn with the belly to back over yeah. the head suplex. Oh, yeah. Saturn has a flying elbow on <laughs> Dean Malenko for the win. This is how... Uh, what the fuck is happening to Jackson right now? What is going on? Ter- He's got a pink mustache. You don't worry about that. That little guy? It's for, for cancer awareness? <laughs> yeah. Uh Terry slaps the godfather and the cat hits a bulldog on her and they tussle. That is all that the women did in this match. Well, I mean, look at the two fucking That's women. That's all they needed to do. Yes. Way too uh, many clothes. Um, backstage, we see Edge and Christian having Ke- Kevin Kelly take a photo of them with Joe C. from Kid Rock. He says he was fantastic and awesome powers many me. <laughs> you um, complete me. Uh, we see uh, Edge and Chris, uh, then later on we see Edge and Christian talking about how good their photo was with Mini Me, and they want to show Angle and Angle's like I I love taking photos with midgets, but he has more important things to take care of and get back and be his European Pritchard's championship story about this night is actually very good. They tell he told on the show. Can it be trusted to be even halfway true? Probably because okay. well he didn't know who Josie was and so he showed up at the arena he was like, he thought he was a little kid mm-hmm. and he was just cussing up a storm. Pritchard was like what in the Fuck. <laughs> he didn't realize he was with Kid Rock initially. So he's like, essentially, at Edge of Chris, like real life, actually, like, who in the fuck? What, where the fuck are your parents? <laughs> you cuss like a sailor, you little shit it's goblin. Celiac disease. I yeah. looked it up. That's all right. Uh, like November of this year of 2000. Yeah, I remember that was. Not much longer at this point. Well, it's because yeah. the beating he got later on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speed it up. So our next match is Speaking for the ju- there it is. guilty bastard. <laughs> there it is. That- creepy little bastard. Creepy little bastard. Put a blue dot over your face. Uh, our next match for the European <laughs> Championship. Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. But, yes, please. But before the match, Angle yes, brings up yes. Canada's lacking two things. Olympic hero. So he once he wins, he'll become their North American hero. Mm. Number two. That they don't celebrate Memorial Day. You can't have a barbecue because you'd be attacked by a moose or a grizzly. On oh, no. second thought... Oh, no. Oh, you missed one. Oh. Caribou. Caribou. And on second thought, the grizzlies don't want to don't be, uh, want to be, eat anyone. Um, no, he said they don't. They don't beat anyone. They don't, don't beat, beat anyone. anyone. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is that uh, Ben Johnston's account as our Olympic hero? <laughs> <laughs> All the steroids. Every bit of I them. remember every single one of them. I remember that being a huge talking point. Uh, Man, I was in third grade. 
I'm glad we'll get to the point where nobody gives a fuck. Because who gives a fuck? I don't care if they do a needle in the middle of the goddamn race. Who gives a fuck? Run fast. That's what you need to do is run that fast. Would, that would look weird. It'd be awesome, though. In, the middle, the, record with in the middle of hurdle, you have to grab a needle in the middle of the air and stab yourself. I, I think you're full, dude. I think you're full. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> uh, I know you want me. This is a good back and forth match here. Uh, Angle backdrops Eddie over the top rope. Angle does a baseball slide into China. China gets on the apron, but Eddie accidentally knocks the ref out. Angle's going to the uh, going for a second rope suplex, but China low blows him. Eddie. China hits him as hard as she can in the dick. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? The mental image I got of Kurt Angle sliding into this country of China. <laughs> Safe! <laughs> he slid in China. You and, know, no, she connected. She yeah. wanted to make sure there were no more little angles oh. running around. And that's true. I mean, Jesus. Damn true. Uh, Eddie hits a Hurricane Rana for the win, but Angle's foot's on the, is under the rope. So, Corey, I don't like the fact that we spent an hour talking about Vince Russo and Kimberly, and he just spent 35 seconds on Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. I know. That's you, just rude. What do you got? I mean, there's not much more to add, really. But what do you got? Rude. Well, I mean, there was, like, there was a great arm drag. Yes. There was a really good limb work. An arm bar. <laughs> to quote Jared, if we want to get granular... Uh, <laughs> Don't forget that arm bar he did. There was this great fake out by Eddie. <laughs> there it is. With an arm bar. With an arm bar. Two I'm different just saying, words. Just Latino heat. Do it like Jerry. They deserve more respect. Latino heat. So let's go backstage with Eddie with Edge and Christian wanting <laughs> Eddie. Eddie with Edge and Christian wanting to apologize to Josie and give him <laughs> a special five second pose. But first, they want to know what what's his term. Midget, small person, or Ewok? There's another one they settled on. Goblin or something like that. But Josie tells them to go fuck themselves. Then we see Road Dog walking down a uh, light. Just random, like, dark hallway and notices a door shaking and and rattling, and then he wants to know if the person's inside locked in. Road Dog opens the door, and then he's pulled in. And he's assaulted. That's unfair. By the way, if you want to know why the WF won this war, look no further than Jeff. you have Kid Rock and Joe C. Not and there Kiss. Was, no, and there was Donny Osmond and Carl Malone on that TNT. Donny is standing with Lita. Don't forget they had Will Sasso, too. Don't oh, forget Will that. Sasso. Jay Leno. Uh, our the next match. Jay Leno's a big name, though, in 98. I just watched Ted 2. He has a cameo in Ted 2. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> the jo- So they're at a bar, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Ted 2. I haven't seen Ted 2. And I forgot about this part. And so they're like at a bar arguing. He's like, I'm fine. I won't tell anybody at this bar. Jay Leno comes here for gay sex. And you hear Leno, like the door opens. He goes, cut it the fuck out. Leno's wiping his mouth. like, sorry. I was like, you had Jay Leno to do that? Holy awesome. fuck. Hey, I mean, he was a stand-up comedian. I don't come here for gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, our next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championships as is Edge and Christian versus Too Cool. Uh, Christian realized that Brit- the British Columbia is not British Columbia is not the British part of Canada. <laughs> and Josie is an overrated midget rapper 
So tonight's five second pose is called kicking it Joe C style. So they put on hats, put shoes on the ground, and get on their knees to make it look like they're wearing their shoes, Ugh. and then make the old like the white guy pose of cross the arms with the peace sign. The worst part of this, Jr. didn't get the midget reference with the shoes. Nope, on the knees. How I refuse to believe in the '80s. Jim Ross never watched a Dorf on Golf video cassette. Do you know what that is? No. no. During the '80s, Tim Conway, who was a stand-up comedian in the '50s, '60s, '70s. He did com- comedic movies like um, like a golf tutorial, doing that same shtick where he was, he's a midget on his <laughs> knees with, with shoes attached to his knees, and he's teaching you how to play golf and shit like that. It's called Dorf on Golf. It was very popular. I remember we had a video cassette of it. I think my dad got it for free at a fucking Christmas party. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure JR has had uh, little people walk around with hats full of salsa. <laughs> I can be a little prick. Yeah, Sh- shout out Shasta McNasty. <laughs> yeah. Do you have my barbecue sauce in that? No. Okay. Bitch. Uh, back and forth match. Grandmaster hits a sit-down powerbomb, and then Edge uh, then takes Edge over the top rope. This allows Scotty to hit the worm. Crowd loses their shit. Um, Edge brings in a tag belt, but Scotty ducks. Rikishi comes out with Josie. Josie hits Christian with a hockey stick. Hard. In, hard in the groin. What was harder, China or Josie? China. China. Great. Uh, I don't know. That, I would not want to take that. Debatable. It's debatable. Uh, Grandmaster hits Christian with the belt and makes the cover. So you knew tag team champions. Too cool. They needed a run with the belt. It makes sense. They're over enough. It warrants it. And I think they, they picked the perfect time because they're at their apex. They're... Yeah. You have to know the cooldown is coming, so yeah, get it while it's hot. Smart move. For once, the ref didn't fuck it because I think we can all agree. Looking through the history, that company is synonymous with waiting too fucking long. Yep, and then it means a quarter of what it could have. Um, the biggest possible example would be Eddie, really win the WWE title a good eight or so months after he should have, or Edge, or Edge, a few years after he should have. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after match, though, uh, two cool Rikishi and Josie dance. Man, Josie did not want to do that. My God. Uh, we get it backstage with Vince having another surprise to rock and off. Gangsta, too cool for that shit. However, for and I don't probably for you too. The video rewinded itself and like restarted again. So, oh yeah, during the Vince Stephanie. Yeah. Yep. And they tried. They, what did they say? It was. Uh, Truck issues, yeah, yeah, right. Um, then Somebody the lights fired. go out, and then Stephanie's yes. screaming, and then you hear sound sounds like somebody's attacking. Oh, Vince pulled out too quick. Vince, yep. So we find out that somebody attacked Vince, and we don't know who. And he's coming out too, Vince. Just not going in. But uh, don't worry. Then we cut to Rikishi's ass. Cream pie. As he was already out. We need that fucking ass shot. He was already outside in the fucking ring. Where we get a nasty shot of him and Shane headed to the ring as they're going to be in a King of the Ring qualifier match. Or opening match in the tournament is Shane McMahon versus Rikishi for King of the Ring. Man. Really harkens back to those days of Owen Hart and Bret Hart, huh? Yep. Uh, so our next match is... <laughs> not good. Can't agree forever. Uh, our next match <laughs> is Shane McMahon versus Rikishi, a King of the Ring qualifier. 
as Shane says that he's going to the moon as he's going to win it all. Shout out Cameron Grimes. Shane attacks Rikishi as he enters the ring. Rikishi shoves Shane across the... Uh, he cro- he shoves Shane across the ring as he does that. Like, Rikishi's, like, skirt flies off at the same time. So that's really powerful <laughs> to th- chuck a man <laughs> 10 feet and then oh. it flies. Also, is, uh, is Rikishi hurt? Why is he just, like, wearing this shirt now? He just doesn't get undressed. Well, well brother. Mean, one guy just got sent to the fat farm, so you're trying to hide. What this you is can. his gimmick that he's fat, though? Isn't that the point of his gimmick? Hey, that was Yoko's gimmick, too, until they decided he was too fat. I mean, they weren't wrong, though. Yeah, I know they weren't. the thing. Hey, brother. You're fat. Um, <laughs> tri- <laughs> <laughs> what the What's that? <laughs> Is how Vince did it. <laughs> Walks into the room to see his big show. Hey, brother. <laughs> Somebody isolate that, please. <laughs> You're fat. What the fuck? That just needs to be our opening music now. It's, hey! how, it's how every show starts. Uh, 107, if you want to look that up. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> You guys good? You're fat. <laughs> You're fat. Hey, brother. <laughs> You're fat. It's also how they let go of, of Tammy over on Nitro. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> um, that table's not gimmicked at all. <laughs> I'm trying Jesus. to think... Who's a big guy in WSW? Fat, uh, like a big... Tammy. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it? Cassius? From Harlem Heat 2K. Oh, hey, big, hey, Cash. Oh, sorry, you're Tammy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, Triple H comes down in the ring. Uh, Rikishi does a back uh, back body drop to Shane. Triple H gets on the apron, but this allows Shane to a low blow Rikishi. Shane does his punches and shimmy. Is this like the first time? It's one of the first times. It's one, one of the first, yeah. yeah. And lays out Rikishi, and that surprises him. He's like, oh. Shit. Okay, and then he starts to celebrate well, that. because he actually punched him. Yeah. Because Shane's known to be stiff with yeah. those punches. Uh, Shane tries it again, but Rikishi blocks it. Rikishi gets Shane in the corner. Triple H gets in the on, uh, on the apron. Rikishi knocks him down. Rikishi's going to go for the stink face, but Triple H gets in the ring. And Rikishi lays him out and puts him in the corner. Rikishi's going to stink face Triple H. But Shane does his flying chair shot and hits uh, Rikishi. Uh, ref calls for the bell. Triple H then pedigrees Rikishi on the chair. <laughs> Shane counts the match for himself, still thinking that he's moving on. This sucked, I thought. Yeah, it's I not pay- it's it. not pay-per-view, so the match wasn't going to be good. Right. Uh, we go backstage with Stephanie talking to TNA and Val, saying that they were, they were supposed to take out Jeff, uh, uh, Chris Jericho and the Hardy Boys on Heat, but they didn't, so tonight... They're in a six-man tag against those three. Play she it? leaves the ring and test you, bitch, bitch. <laughs> you bitch. This is some continuity there. At least, yeah, right. Long term. Um. So our next is match. It, hold on. Is it bad that I didn't pick up on that? I was like, yeah. oh, that was, that was really? stiff. <laughs> oh, I, then you forgot about the test. I completely yeah. fucking forgot about test stuff just now. I I I, I la- completely <laughs> forgot about it. I laughed my ass off when the, like no, he's I like popped. that was funny. I popped hard. <laughs> you bitch. I was like. Jesus. Uh, I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> fuck was that about? <laughs> Bitch. No, I get like, it. Yeah. I popped hard when he just, I'm like, uh, there's, there's at least some continuation. That's funny. Here. 
That's hilarious. Um, I thought we did it better. Well, I mean, because he would actually dislocate his kneecaps. You don't worry about those. Hey, brother. Um, <laughs> well, well, you're fat. <laughs> well, you're fat. <laughs> that's, that's for a big show. <laughs> well, you're fat. Uh, we get the highlights of heat of the handicap match of teenage Jericho. Mm. Hardy's helping. Show your mouth. Jericho. Um, what? What? Well, he's mad at me. You said, hmm. Because I brought up a special. make you go. Because I, I did, I said a word. And heat? Yeah. Latino heat. Heat. Uh, Jericho thinks Stephanie has a crush on him because <laughs> she's been spending a lot of time on him. Stephanie maybe uh, uh, could comb her rat's nest of a hair and skin care and stop being a filthy, dirty, disgusting, brutal, bottom feeding trash bag. Oh. Maybe she would get a shot, but it it was at this point in, in WWF 2000 that Stephanie started dressing differently, and I yep. was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more, not all those uh, pantsuits anymore. Yeah, I am okay with that. Take your vitamins, brother. Uh, back and forth match between all six. Uh, it's odd that. It's Val, Venus, and TNA. No, that checks out, actually. It's actually very unbranded. It does work, but... You know what I mean? Like... Eh, just threw me off. It's, you know, because mostly because Val has been around for, you know... Just wait. Okay. Uh, Trish gets on the apron and hits Jeff off the top turnbuckle, and Albert hits a double-arm sit-down power bomb. And, uh... Tess makes the cover for the win. So, hey, once again, TNA wins. Good for them. They wouldn't get very wins in their company history. Uh, team history. What? What? Yeah. What? Uh, we go backstage with Michael Cole. Michael. And The Rock. He asks him, what do you think about Road Dog and Vince being attacked? And Rock's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, he's looking forward to taking on Undertaker, not simply because, uh, because he cost The Rock the title. So let's go to our next match as it's Hardcore Holly versus Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Holly talks first and shit talks Canada. And uh, Benoit talks about how um, uh, comes out and, you know, hey, you don't disrespect Canada like that. Yeah, these two shouldn't have a mic. I got an idea. Silly hardcore sucks. Yeah. Not over 400 pounds. It wasn't the best work on the mic, I've heard. But he has an idea, though. Uh, Benoit dominates the first part of the match. Benoit Jeez. puts Holly in the crossface, but Holly's next to the ropes. Uh, Benoit has a superplex. Holly with some, some loud-ass slaps to the chest. Yeah, this was stiff in this yeah. match. So... <laughs> Uh, Benoit is going with for... these two, you don't say. Oh, my God. Benoit goes for a roll-up, but gets low-blowed. Holly goes for the grabs the chair, but Jericho runs down and hits Holly with the chair for her DQ. Benoit and Jericho have a stare down and then start uh, shoving each other until Holly grabs the chair and then Benoit yells duck as both men duck the the uh, grand salami chair shot that Holly was going for. Then all three men fight up the ramp. I didn't really like this either. For the most part. And, I don't know either. And then King's yelling, the Canadians are coming. The Canadians are coming. <laughs> yeah, it was a miss for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, we go with Kevin Kelly with The Undertaker. Hey, what's your thoughts on the people being attacked? And Undertaker's like, well, it looks like they pissed someone off. <laughs> Vague. Yep. Undertaker likes The Rock stuff, but he wants the title, and man's got to do what a man's got to do. I forgot how much fucking John Wayne is in this first incarnation of the American Badass. Hey, partner, I'm John Wayne. God damn. That makes sense. He hates minorities, so we'll check it out. Yeah, probably fucking Jim Ross is probably fucking out there vigorously <laughs> masturbating at the announce table. The circle jizzard. <laughs> uh, McMahon, the Helmsy era regime are talking, and Vince has a new idea for Undertaker and The Rock. We'll find out what later on. But our next match is a King of the Ring qualifier. They get the tag team, Stephanie. Maybe. Bull Buchanan <laughs> with Big Boss Man versus Steve Blackman and with Al Snow. Oh, high stakes here. These two are definitely in the running to win. <laughs> Blackman misses a second rope splash and Bull hits a scissor kick for the win. So, let's little bring that up. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Wasn't it? It's weird that like Blackman's whole thing is like the lethal weapon. Yeah. He does karate, and you had somebody beat him with a karate kick, like a move he does sometimes. The fuck yeah. is that? I guarantee you, zero thought was put into that by them. Jesus Christ! It's this whole fucking gimmick, dog. Right. Uh, after the match, the boss man attacks them with the nightstick, but uh, Al takes it away from them and beats them up with it. He's the first person to ever think about doing it. Yeah. Give, I got an idea. Give me that stick. We go backstage. So Stephanie says to Vince. Dear Pam. Oh, my God. Uh, backstage, we see uh, Pat Patterson bringing coffee to the back, but then the door is open, and then he's sh- pulled in and beat up. Not Pat. Yeah. Poor Pat. Not Pat's a hate crime. So I would let you guys know now that we have missed the Kid Rock performance, as it has oh, happened. No, I didn't say you missed it. Oh. I didn't, except for the part I fast-forwarded, which is right after he started. Jericho so, introduces him. Gross. Yeah. Jesus. Goes total like Sammy Hagar, like over the top 80s. So Fozzie. Well, yeah. Introducing him. Uh, then we go backstage to uh, Edge and Christian having Joe C by the back of the T-shirt, then puts him in a trash can, and then destroy the trash can <laughs> with a chair. They beat the shit out of that trash can. And then <laughs> chuck the chair into a wall. I will not lie. I hope I, not. I was I was pretty scarred by this the first time watching this. They beat up a midget. Yeah, I was fine with it. I was fine with it this time. This I'm, time, I, I, this time I was fine with it because I found the cut. Yeah. When they zoom in on like when they cut to Christian grabbing a chair, and I'm like, okay, he's not in there anymore. Or he yeah. is. Or he is. And he's a badass. <laughs> and he took the bump. It was, uh, it was all right. Yeah. Um, so far, this Raw ain't exactly doing it for me. Right, right, that's right, brother. Uh, let's go to our main event, The Rock versus Undertaker. However, Vince comes out and says, I got an idea. He wants to know who attacked them, but they won't say anything. So he decides to make The Rock versus Undertaker a lumberjack match. And it's going to be the regime, TNA, Bossman, and Bull are going to be the lumberjacks. Edge of Christian there, too, weren't they? Yep. Were they? I yeah. didn't see him. Um, uh, Undertaker's going to have me wrestle in a vest and jeans. Undertaker and Rock stared down at each other, and just like your now typical lumberjack match, since it's two uh, heels against each other in the ring, 
Let's just go destroy all the hills. So they don't fight each other. They just beat up the hills. They're doing their best Hogan Savage uncensored moment here. Yep. Because yep. uh, that worked well for them. Yep. Rock bottom to bull, chokes them to boss, man. They're outnumbered. Triple H lays out both men with the belt, and all of a sudden, <laughs> by God, it's Kane. Kane has returned. He's one-armed choke slams X-Pac and Triple H. Of course, he attacks X-Pac first. God damn it! <laughs> Kane then grabs the title and poses with it as Rock and Undertaker give him the stare down of, what the hell are you thinking? As JR yells, there's a new, me- there's a new player in this game. Kane. Player? Player? Kane's return was pretty cool, and he whoops some ass. But. Yeah. I, I got to say, I love... It's those things of, like, if somebody can take the choke slam perfectly, a.k.a., like, the one, like, a one-arm choke slam that Undertaker does or Kane does, and mm-hmm. looks like how high he got him in the air and how, like, okay, that looks awesome. So. Miz is a good choke slam, too. It's one of my favorites. Does he? Yeah. It um it was not my favorite episode of Raw. So what was the better show, guys? Hmm. I'm on an island here because there was plenty wrong with it too, but I actually preferred Nitro. I can't honestly say that it's because I fell asleep. So I, I, by default, I have to give it to Raw. Raw wasn't good. Um, the last week's was way better. I thought last week's Raw was better. I enjoyed all the rock stuff last week. It was but terrible last week. I have to, I'll give it to, uh, I'll give it to Nitro. Just re- reading all this is kind I mean, of. Like, I mean, it wasn't perfect. And yeah. Kimberly shit can hit the bricks and Hancock yeah. is bad. But, yeah. but I thought Raw, Raw was just blah. I'll give it to Nitro one time. But let's go to the ratings, shall we? Last week, WCW. Hey, I'm pretty confident we'll tell a different story. WCW got 3.03 to WWF 7.1. This week, WCW got a 3 to WWF 6.4. Ooh, that's a drop for so, WWF, though. Damn, that's Memorial Day. Right? People uh, are home watching shit. Ah, uh, yes. They're doing all the wieners and watching out for grizzly bears. They're and- doing all of the wieners. <laughs> what? You've got some of the best... Lines and lines and no so history this week. At least they're not on. <laughs> hey, Tam- you're fat. <laughs> At least they're not on Tammy's ass. They're all out there doing all of the wieners. Yeah, papai. Yeah, papai. Yeah, papai. Let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. <laughs> Best match. I mean, Eddie versus Angle. Yep. Yep. It's short, but. Well, yeah. Come on. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Where'd you guys go with this? Ah, <sighs> there's. You know, I'm there's gonna. There's a plethora. There's a plethora. Nitro is the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. However, I really did not like Shane and Rikishi. I thought you might go there. It did. It just didn't work for me at all. I went the six person tag. Six, yep. DeLorean, Saturn, Terry. Yeah. That was stupid yeah, as fuck. That's, that's also in the running. Who is your MVP? Joe C. Joe C. Well, was he's awesome. He's a three foot eight with a ten foot dick. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he didn't stop me in enough time there. Well, he's three foot eight. Joe C. Uh, was awesome. 
That's that special. It's good. Um, God. Nobody jumps out either show. You know what? They'll never get it again. Too cool. They won the tag belts. There it is. Monstrously over. Yeah. I like that. Too cool. Joe. Um, for me, I really liked Edge and Christian tonight. <laughs> they were great. They have been the best part of the show about the last month. So, who is your motive? Kimberly. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Get the fuck out of here. Undisputably. Oh, my God. She sucks. Off uh, of yeah. my screen forever, Kimberly, right. you void and, of a human. Uh, this Maybe, person. Yeah, yeah. He cured racism, dude. He did. Hurt. He did, brother. Um, yeah, I'm this Kimberly. Good God almighty. Me, me, me. I'm going to go to fucking hell. Uh, WTF? I'll go first real quick. <laughs> Might relate to that. Uh, way too much fucking TV time for Kimberly. Stop fucking being on TV. You're not fucking wrong. Fucking hell, you suck. You're not wrong. Can we get a fucking world title match for a pay-per-view that's in a week and a half? <laughs> Can we? Can we do that? Come on. You, you don't worry about that. That's my that's my dirt TF. Come on. I know you're banking on David Flair to give you all the buy rates, but can we get a world title match? Can we get a main event properly put in place? That'd be great. Right? <laughs> God damn. Why? Well, we could just have title changes literally every show. Every goddamn show. Why worry about it? That's right. I mean, that belt is beyond. I think it's four in a row. They've yeah. had a fucking title change. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we're four for four in title changes since uh, the last. World minute. title changes. Every yeah. time it's on TV, new champ. Oh, my You know God. what title hasn't changed lately? The U.S., the tag. The cruiserweight. Cruiserweight did. Daphne won oh, it. Oh, yeah, once. once. <laughs> the world title's changed hands four, uh, four more times. times than the cruiserweight title. That makes sense. God damn. Yep. That is a suit. Uh, my, I like that dude's work in Pulp Fiction. My WTF is the. Uh, it has to be Kimberly too, given your time, and it's just it's so bad. Just terrible. Just goddamn terrible. So, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories, as we're moving on to the midweek, which should be interesting. Vaya con Dios. Um. We're on the road to Great American Bash, which is in two weeks for WCW. And then uh, King of the Ring in, what, three? Probably back-to-back weeks No, again. no, they're just two weeks between. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you. Because it's the 25th. Okay. So, thank you, you know. <laughs> you got to watch Heat, though. <laughs> you, you, no, no. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> heat starts, yeah. Because King of the Ring qualifiers will be on heat. So, coming, sorry, next week, you get. I'm your, sure I'll find a way that July will be most watched. You piece of crap. <laughs> uh, sorry, next week, you get your mid, your, your halftime heat recap. So, <laughs> halftime heat. You it's good the first year. Yeah, it was. You can go to nocellentainment.com. That's right, nocellentainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts, and everything that Corey does. Hey, 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 you're fat. He doesn't know, but he's on the Truman Show. And like, I don't see you. It's a boring ass. Good show. afternoon. How dare you? What the shit? I love that movie. No, I mean if I was the person that was in the Truman oh, Show, okay. it'd be one boring ass show. <laughs> no, we're, we're getting, well, hang on. Were you 
when when we're watching you watch wrestling, is it blurred for us? And you're you know, yeah, because no, they don't copyright and all that. So that's bullshit. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever. But the porn clears can be. Well, it's free. And you can listen, find all that at nostonetable.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.